Hey, it's Espo back to tell you about our friends at DraftKings, and basketball season won't be around forever. So get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at $1 million. That's right, $1 million in total prizes. Claim your shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when you use the code TBPN during sign-up. That's code TBPN. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see your team stack up against the competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist mean so much more when you're playing DraftKings Daily Fantasy. It is unbelievable how much more you enjoy a random Kings Clippers game on a Wednesday evening or a Nets Knicks matchup, whatever you're watching. I mean, it could be even worse. It could be like the magic and somebody like the magic and rockets. It makes it more fun to play with DraftKings daily fantasy sports and their fantasy lineup for basketball. So download the DraftKings app now and use the code TBPN during signup. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. The code TBPN and get you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Tonight's matchup on the solar panel, Espo versus the Solar Fox versus Carmel Thunder. Hello and welcome everybody into another edition of the solar panel. It's a midweek stimmy edition. I'm your host, Greg Esposito. Ahoy hoy. And we've got a little bit of a different solar panel for you this week. Dave King, the Silver Fox, as I lovingly refer to him. Most of the time, lovingly. Sometimes it's a joke uh, at at his expense. Had a chance to sit down with Suns backup point guard Cameron Payne for a one-on-one that was just too good to not share with you guys in its full entirety. So, uh, Dave, you know, you guys know, and I'm not telling you anything that if you listen to this show you aren't aware of, but I like to give Dave a hard time, it, and I have. For well over a decade now, we we are Twitter rivals. We have gone back and forth with each other on this show. But I got to tell you, this is one of the best things I've heard Dave do. A truly interesting, insightful interview where he's at ease in a way that is fantastic. And he gets cam or campaign to open up in a way that uh, that I haven't heard either. So, you know. Saul and I hope you enjoy this Dave solo episode with Suns backup point guard campaign. All right, Cam, thank you so much for giving me some some of your time. I know you guys got a tight schedule and all that. I appreciate no it. It's all good. Appreciate the opportunity. Sure, sure. So you are back in Oklahoma City right now, back where it all started. Back where it all started. So uh, you had a um, obviously. Let's go back to – I kind of want to go back to the beginning and forward to now because you talk about today's games all the time. So I want to kind of go back a little bit. When you got drafted in 2015, 
you were one pick right after Devin Booker. Yeah. And right before Kelly Oubre, who uh, didn't play with you guys, but was on the, obviously with the team last summer in the bubble. Um, mm -hmm. What, like when you were drafted, what were you, th how did that night go? What were you thinking on where you, where you went and, and going to the thunder and all that? The man, the first thing that came to mind that I got drafted was like, uh, like I looked at my dad, I said, man, we got to, we got to guard Russell Westbrook every day in practice. <laughs> and uh, he was like, yeah, well, he was like, yeah, well, it'll make you a better player. Like, yeah, for sure. But that was kind of like the first thing that came to mind. Like, man, Kevin Durant and Russ, like, you got to see that every every day at practice. Those uh, guys were in their prime. Like, huh? You said Those what? Were in their prime. Uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. They were hooping too. And every practice, Russ came at me. So uh, I really, I really uh, credit Russ to my defense abilities now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that rookie season you played, that was, uh, you played 57 games. You appeared in 10 playoff games. So as a rookie, I was curious, because um, you've got a lot of teammates now who've never been in the playoffs, and you guys are about to go into the playoffs in a couple of weeks. What was it like for you as a rookie? Like how different was the playoffs than the regular season, the way we all talk about? Oh, man, it's, it's just a different kind of atmosphere. Uh, it's it's an unreal atmosphere. It's the loudest place you'll play. Um, I feel like it'll like that's in every gym. Uh, it's gonna be sold out, and the attention to detail is bizarre. Uh, the, the 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 one thing about it is that you learn everything about the team you're playing, and and you know every play, you know every uh, little move, and it's and it's all about being good at. Um, like the next thing, like if they take this away, you got to be good at finding something else fast, like being able to adjust quick. And I feel like that's the biggest thing about the playoffs, just adjusting, adjusting, uh, because they're going to take away the first, second, second option. It's about how can you get to that third and fourth option that kind of opens the playoffs up for your team. Um, but I mean, it's a it's a fun fun experience, un unreal experience. Uh, I'm looking, I'm I'm be looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun uh, down there in Phoenix. So. I'll bet, man. So uh, <clears throat> you talked about Russell Westbrook a second ago. Now you're playing with Chris Paul. Both those guys are gonna be Hall of Famers. But I don't know if there's two different players in the league, more different players in the league than those two at point guard. Um, am I wrong in that? Or are they, uh, are they really just polar opposites in the way they go at it? Um, I'll probably say a, a little bit of both. I'll probably say I can meet them in the middle. Uh, like Russ is, well, what I learned from Russ is work ethic. Coming in every day, work your tail off. Like work as hard as you can and you're gonna reap the benefits. That's one thing about Russ. Now, CP, he loves talking. So he's going to let you know the details about the game. More so, like, uh, two for ones. Uh, oh, we ran this play, you run this one, and you then you come back and run that one again. Just little, little, little things to get players going, things like that. But, you know, CCP's not super athletic. He got that up there. He, he he got that brain. He got that knowledge. He's a wizard on the court, and uh, he he he's taught me how to take take care of the ball. And a lot of a lot of the things that's come from me watching, uh, 
just paying attention to to his details, paying attention to what he does. How does he find? How does he get assists? How does he get to the line? You know, things like that. Now, Russ is totally different. Russ gonna get to the line by coming at you hard. Right. He gonna knock you down. He's pulling you over. Yeah. Yeah. He gonna force them to call. But CP, a little bit, a little bit more strategic. He's gonna. Oh, we're in the bonus. Oh, I'm gonna get a foul. Uh, knock one and then he the just lane. walks to the free throw line. I love he it when he gets that. Like, yep, 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 got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> uh, so, so I, I kind of, I kind of feel like they got just two different kind of ways they approach the game. Look at the game, and uh, I love both sides of it. Uh, I just, I just like the competitive nature of Russell. Uh, he comes out every night. He's only playing with fifteen guys, and that's it. And um, man, he got your back no matter what. And then with CP, it's just the knowledge, the knowledge of the game, learning, learning, and just finding out of things that helps my game to man like turnovers. Man, CP, he don't get turnovers, and it's surprising when you see him with turnovers. Yeah. And I'm just trying to back that up, and that's just come from watching him play. Um, he just picks spots, and um, he knows when to take chances, and he knows when to fall back. And uh, he's just great at managing the game, and I'm glad I get the opportunity to be a part of this as well. I was in the in the playoffs with Russ, them learned. Now I'm in the playoffs with Chris Paul, and it's gonna be very fun. You've very definitely fun. taken it uh, uh, even even to more of an extreme. You were always good at, at holding on to the ball, but uh, here you and CP are in the top ten, if not top five, in assisted turnover ratio in the league, and that's just. I'm sure Monty preaches that all the time, and and Chris Paul obviously helps, uh, you know, set the standard on that. But um, give yourself obviously a ton of credit there too, because you're not. It's easy to turn the ball over in the, in a second unit because it gets a little haphazard with different guys you're playing with all the time. So that's mm-hmm. that's huge that you've been able to do that. Um, on that first staff, also that rookie year, you had Monty and as assistant associate head coach and and mark bryant was on the team as on the coaching staff as well um what would what would monty say is the biggest difference between you now and you in 2015 my maturity uh i know i know that if you were to ask him 10 times out of 10 he'll just say he's growing up he grew up a little bit and uh i remember we had a uh he called me on the phone. I was in the pool. First thing he talked about, he was like, you remember what I talked to you about in Phoenix? I mean, in OKC, I brought you in my office. Um, and it was, it was crazy, man. He brought me in his office. He was just like, uh, you see that guy out there? It was Russ. He was working out. He was like, uh, you got to beat him every day. And I mean, it's early. I'm talking, it's 8 a.m. He's like, nah, you, you, you got the talent. You're good enough. But you gotta you gotta put in some more work. You gotta you gotta lock in on your body, lock in. I ain't know at the time. I'm just like I got you. I'm I'm here every day. I'm working out every day. Uh, but now I understand where he was coming from. I understand what I gotta do to be in this league and uh, be on the team and uh, know my role, know what the team needs from me. So uh, I'm pretty sure he'll just say maturity because he just know I done grown up a bit. Yeah. Do you see that in, in other rookies uh, coming into the league? Same thing where, you know, it's, you don't realize how difficult it is to stay in the league. Uh, and do you see that in anybody else on the, either on the Suns or on prior teams that you were on and maybe you want to give them the advice that Monty gave you? 
Um, I see. I'm well for sure. Sticks, uh, uh, Jalen, uh, because I know I know he really wants to play, and uh, it's just kind of unfortunate. We we have a very good team. Yeah. Uh, we're we're pretty loaded at every position. So uh, no one ever no one never ever wants to hear man. Just be patient. Them them some of the them some of the craziest words to hear. But uh, it's true. Uh, and like for for him, he just gotta soak up this knowledge. You know, it's kind of hard because you want to play, and you know, he, he don't. He probably don't feel he got to show everything he could. You know, he didn't get a summer league, so it's a lot of little intangibles that come with the NBA game that he didn't get to experience. So uh, I probably just say for him and stay patient and stay locked in. Uh, just because one day he was on the bench, he was like, "Man, I I just don't like seeing." Uh, all these other rookies playing, and I ain't getting that opportunity. And I first thing I said, I was like, "Well, you're in a unique position. A lot of teams, you don't you don't come straight in and you're on a winning team. You don't come straight in and the culture is a winning culture. You don't come straight in and find a group of guys like us that's actually hanging with each other and like, man, all the everybody's grown, it's grown men, and they're going home to their families. But one thing about our team, we kind of a close niche family. We we do stuff with each other. We had dinner with each other, and you know we just build a great culture here. Uh, so just just with him, just stay the course and just stay patient, man. Your time gonna come, and man, just keep working. Don't don't stop working. That's 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 one thing. Don't stop working from just constantly hearing to be patient, because uh, I was a part of that. You gotta actually work on your game and get better, and. Uh, that's what I learned when I got out the league as well. You got to get better. Like the, the 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 things that man, you got to be able to shoot. You got to be able to be a good shooter in this league today. And if you're not doing that, then you got to be. You got to bring something to the table. If it's uh, crazy work ethic, crazy, I'm gonna get every rebound. It got to be something that you bring. And uh, that was one thing. You know, Muncie also. It was like you gotta have that one thing you bring, and that was for me. It was man, I gotta bring that defense every day. So mm-hmm. just from the beginning, you know, they say pick up full court. You know, it's just oh y'all just want me to run because I got the leg. <laughs> but nah, but nah, it's actually you know bring having energy is actually something nowadays. You gotta have that. You gotta have somebody that's gonna pick up full and just ha- just hassle the um, hassle the guy bringing the ball to court. And it's just little things that you never think because you in college, you you the guy, right? You're the guy on your team, and and you come here and it's like, man, you gotta go back now to the bottom of the totem, totem pole and work your way back up. So uh, just gotta be patient, man, and just know everything is fine. But stay stay locked in. That is interesting because his his rookie year has to be uh, similar to yours, you know, because you going in on a on a fifty five win team. They just happen to have more of a step. Uh, spot for you or you might have been a little bit more ready as a rookie because you did get into a lot of games where Jalen hasn't he's just mm-hmm. had a tough a tough opportunity op, you yeah, know. for sure yeah for sure, for sure. Agree with you there. yeah um okay so then uh then things got a little rockier for you uh you got included in that trade to Chicago so they could bring in Tosh Tosh Gibson that was after you had spent a couple of months recovering on a, a foot issue mm-hmm. um uh, do you feel like you ever uh, really got a great shot in Chicago or uh, just the opportunity wasn't right for you? What do you think happened there? Um, I I feel like I got a good opportunity 
I just our team just really weren't 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 really good. And it's it's hard to look at a team when you're losing. It's hard to look at the guys. And um I was the scapegoat because uh what what Pax and Gardem said that I was gonna be, you know, basically the savior. Uh, everybody just expected so many things from me and didn't really give me the solidified opportunity of really going through rough patches and mistakes and playing through those. Uh, we really weren't winning games, so nothing was right. <laughs> it, it don't matter if we played good. It was still like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, and you never really got that praise, never really got that praise from the city, never got that praise from the fans because we weren't winning as a team. So I just feel like the opportunity was there. It's just the way we were playing at the time and, and what was going on. Like, man, they ain't like the owner. The, the city didn't like the owners. They ain't like the coach. It's just – it was a whirlwind. Um, I tried to come out there and do the best I could every night, uh, but it wasn't enough. And also I learned through that time. Uh, I really wasn't locked in on my body, really wasn't locked in on – really taking care of myself. It was just like, man, we just playing these games. I just kind of got, I probably say I kind of got distracted with just not winning. Yeah. And, and when you're not winning, it's like you don't really be locked in on working on your game, getting better, because it's, it's inevitable. You're going home early. <laughs> uh, but now yeah. it's, it's, just a little, it's, it's just a little different. I learned. It's crazy. You learn a lot. You learn a lot when you go through things and experience things. And uh, I probably wouldn't want it any better way, for real. Yeah, man. It's As you're saying those things, um, as an outsider here with the Suns, follow, I've been following the Suns most of my life, and these last 10 years have just been so hard um, uh, as a fan watching these guys. And I hear – I feel like I'm hearing Marquise Chris and Dragon Bender and Josh Jackson and all that in your voice when you're saying, I got the opportunity, but the situation was just so hard. And like you said, not ever winning games, nothing was good enough when you weren't winning games. And so, right. wow. So yeah, it's, it's, I'm really happy that you got this opportunity on, on a team like this and were able to redeem yourself. And I hope that happens for those other guys as well um, in their careers, if they get their minds right and, and start working, you know, Obviously, they're, they're, I'm sure they are starting to work as hard as you, but um, not everybody can. Not everybody recognizes that opportunity like you did. So I'm, I'm just so impressed. Um, the, uh, then, then you got to the point where you had Cleveland for a couple of 10 days and then Toronto training camp. And then I think you mentioned last summer when you signed, you were like, when Toronto released me, that was like the big wake-up call. Yeah, right? yeah, Because yeah. – uh, like my deal, I had a two-year deal, and they said they needed a guard. And I, I felt like I did well. I mean, I felt like I left no doubt in them. Like, I didn't play – I don't think I played really well in the preseason games, and that kind of knocked, knocked me out of there. Uh, but after after they released me, man, it was just like, where, where do I go from here? And I kind of felt like that was my last opportunity. And – uh the craziest thing then is man, I, I felt like I tried everything I could to stay there. I did everything, went there in the summer. I did everything. I, I checked all the boxes and uh, still came up short. And ever since then, it was just like, man, it's, it's, it's over for me. Like, like I got to, I got to, I got to, 
I got to play overseas. Like, that's that's the deal. And I got to try to fight my way back. Because at, at first, uh, my dad was just like, well, you're going to G League. And I'm like, nah. Nah, I, I, I know it's not about money, but I can't I can't just go there and just say it's it's over. Like, it's just, I'm going to play for, for this little amount of money if I can play for some money overseas and uh, get my opportunity, just get back confident with my game and play. Um, so it was a little rough, rough patch there. It took me a long time to get paperwork done, but it was a, it was a, it was a, a scary, scary, scary decision I had to make. Uh, but I made it. Went on went to China, and it was all good. Yeah, you uh, you you played pretty well, I think, for a few games in China. And then uh, was the season over? Is that why you came back? Or no. <laughs> so I, um, the guy that was there, he was playing real good. Jamal Franklin, averaging a triple double. Oh yeah. So, okay. So I was kind of surprised when they brought me over there because they already had two American players and they were already on their B rotation. And you only get A, B, C, D rotation with the uh, American players. And um, Jamal was playing good when I got there. So I was just there. I was just in China for at least a month. I ain't played a game, just sitting there practicing. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, because I'm watching them play. I'm like, what, why, what, what y'all need me for? Y'all like, <laughs> he hooping. They, they were real good at the time. They weren't a good team. They were ranked number three uh, in, their, in their division. So they were playing well. So I was kind of confused on why they got me. And um, I got there, never played, never played. I'm sitting here watching the games. I'm like, I could be at home. Y'all rushing me to do all this, and I ain't even playing. So I was really just experiencing China uh, with my girlfriend and uh, was just really experiencing the whole thing. And I finally, they finally gave me an opportunity. Uh, Jamal had tweaked his hamstring, and I got the opportunity to play. Like, I never even played at home. I ain't get to play at home. We had two road games, and they was like the toughest games on the schedule, and I'm playing. We lose the games. Uh, one of the guys, Eric Moreland, pretty sure you know him. He oh, had yeah. Got, he had got thrown out the He game. actually signed for a few days with the Suns, too. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's my man. He uh, he was playing with us at the time. He was playing with me. He got thrown out the game at halftime my first game. So we couldn't bring nobody in, so I had to play by myself. And I'm trying to see who we played for. We played Lance Stevenson, Brandon Bass. That was my first game. Wow. Oh, man. He got thrown out the game. We were up big at half. He got thrown out the game. Then the game just changed. We ended up losing that game. I had cramps. I caught cramps everywhere, full body cramp during the game. Because I'm, man, Cause I'm you hadn't been used to playing. I ain't played in a long time. I've been drinking <laughs> Cokes. I've been. I've just been chilling because I'm thinking, man, I ain't never going to play the way y'all doing it. Um, so I end up playing. I actually played well. Like you said, I had a couple good games, and uh, we just we just lost both of the games. And we were going back home, and I just kind of felt it. Like, they about to go ahead and go back with Jamal because we just lost two games. Right, right. Uh, so by the time we got back home, they told me uh, – like you could stay if you want, uh, keep you on the roster, uh, but we're gonna go back with Jamal. And they only had one more opportunity to change the lineup again. So after they made that decision, they only got one more time. So I'm like, they not using that 
and for me, they holding that until the end. And we got at least three months left for basketball. So I'm like, man, I'm about to go on head back home. I got on the phone with my dad and my agent, and I was like, man, I'm, I can't stay out here no longer. I'm just watching these folks play too. And the food, nah, I'm coming home. I miss y'all. Yeah. Uh, I've heard uh, their Chinese food is nothing like our nah, Chinese food. It, 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 it ain't what you think. It's, it's yeah. not what you think. It's a lot different. <laughs> I've definitely heard that. But uh, I came, I got on the phone with my agent. I told him, I was like, uh, I'll play G League. Uh, I was like, only under one condition. I only play for these two teams. And like the G League has like the little, uh, like they change every week. Or like when you somebody come into the pool, this team is at the top. But next week, then another team will be at the top. Oh, so you had to wait for the right. Yeah, so time. I was like, man, I want to play for either the Texas Legends or Oklahoma City, because I, I mean, I know people there. I played with Dallas in summer league, mm-hmm. so I was like, man, I got a good relationship with them at OKC. I just forever have a good relationship with them. Uh, they end up making it happen. And I, I, I got on the uh, Dallas G League team, and um, I knew a lot of the players already. So I really came in like, hey, what's up, y'all? I'm back. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Let's, let's let's get this party back started and um, start hooping. And you start, played great. I started hooping, and uh, my whole thing was about winning games. Like when I got to the G League, my thing coming in was win games, and I was like, we win, everybody get the look. I'm gonna get the look, but everybody's gonna get the look. And I think, man, we went on like a eight game win streak, and then COVID happened. Man, right. It was, I was like, man, I'm, I'm not going to catch a break. Because <laughs> we had no idea if whatever, anything was ever coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, I, I, I'm playing good. My, my goal was to go to the G League championship and win that MVP. Like, that was my thing. I got to get to the G League to get another opportunity. I really got to do something incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, I've always played good when I played in the G League, but – I had to do some more because it was more needed from me. Uh, right. You couldn't just do the same thing you had done before. Had to be a lot more. Absolutely. So I was big on just, man, making sure the team was good, making sure, man, I, I was I was the CP of my G League team, I, coaching everybody up, trying to make sure we win every game. <laughs> I was trying to make sure we won every game. And uh, man, I did my job. That was a big great, sign of maturity right there. Yeah, yeah. I had a, had a great time with those guys. Man, we had a hell of a time. And uh, one got sent on home, and, and I think the rest history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you, taught, you told us a story about uh, getting the call from Monty in June. And did you have any idea that was coming at all? Anything? Any idea? Uh, nah, because Dallas – that's who I thought I was going to play with in the bubble with Dallas because Jalen Brunson had hurt his shoulder or had yeah, some yeah. shoulder surgery. And I was with the legend, so I'm just knowing that's who I'm – that's they're they going to pick me up. I'm just right. waiting. They were coming to every game. I'm like, oh, they're they going to pick me up. Uh, they called me. It was like, oh, no, nah, we're going to go with Trey Burke. And I was just like, oh, my God. 
Like, that was my chance. Like, I was like, like, right away, I was like, I got to do G League over again. Like, I got to do a, a training camp again and try to claw my way. Next thing you know, uh, my agent called me. He was like, you cool, uh, Coach Monty? I was like, yeah. He was like, all right, uh, he's going to give you a call here in a couple hours. Just be by your phone. I was like, all right, cool. Didn't, didn't think nothing of it. Didn't think I was going to be playing with, with Phoenix. Yeah. As soon as he got on the phone, we didn't talk about basketball. So I was, I was kind of like, what's going on? Uh, he was just like, man, do you remember the talk we had? And I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I got an opportunity for you. Are you ready? And I was like, of course I'm ready. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'll be there tomorrow. He was like, he was like, okay, well, you're gonna get you an opportunity. I want you to come and just be yourself, play, play, play the way you know how to play, play the way I know you know how to play, and uh, just have fun. And uh, he was like, I see you tomorrow. And I, I was in the pool so fast, smiling in the ear, talk, talk to my parents. I was just like, man, we made it back, and I'm not getting back out until it's time. Yeah. And, and and that's how I go at the days every day. Uh, I got to give it my all every game. I got to because I just feel like, man, even one game, it could be over. Like you just, you just, it's crazy to think about it like that, but it's true. You, 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 you have to stay locked in and really be dedicated to this work uh, in order to reap those benefits. Yeah. There's a, I just saw the other day a poll on Twitter among Suns fans and, they asked, like, of four different players, who's the most likely to hit a shot that you just go, whoa, I can't believe that thing went in from the way, you know, way you put it up. And you won in a landslide. <laughs> 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 the running layups and all that. This is People love watching you play because they know you're putting every ounce of your effort into every single play. You and Javon just in the backcourt just, just wreaking havoc is just – it's wild to see. And then, so you're very much a fan favorite and we're, we're hoping you have a very long career in the NBA and hopefully with the Phoenix Suns. I appreciate it. me too. We praying on that. We yeah. on. <laughs> um, so this year, so obviously you guys, uh, realistically, you didn't come in thinking we're going to be the one seed in the Western conference on the best record in the entire league. Uh, but you, I'm sure you had very positive feelings about this season coming into the season. What did you, what did you think was going to happen this year? Honestly, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't think we were going to be number one or anything like that. But I knew we were going to be in the playoffs for sure. I feel like we, I feel like we've built that kind of culture. Uh, we've just built a winning culture ever since the bubble. Yeah. And uh, like, like, like I said, I didn't think number one, but hey, get the cards you were dealt. That's gotta right, roll. man. Got to roll. Are- you guys are treating the this NBA season like you described treating the G League season last year, where it's just, I don't care who we're playing. I don't care how many guys are out. Uh, we're not going to get COVID. You know, we're going to have major COVID issues anyway, and we're just going to win every freaking game. And you yeah. guys have been doing it. And I think. Yeah, uh, one thing, one thing, one thing we do every game is, man, it's, it's about us. It's, it's not about the other team. And, and we've been like that since the bubble. It's just about us. It's about what we do. It's about how we do it. Not if it looked good, not 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 the way uh, the fans want it. Just do it the way the culture is supposed to be ran, and 
and you play selfless, hard, like man, every every a lot of good things don't come out of it. And I feel like that's just the way we approach it, and it's in our favor. So this is going to be the first playoffs for almost everybody on the team. Um, are you are you thinking about, or have you talked to the coach about? Um, giving advice to the other guys on how different the playoffs is, or do you think it's just, you got to learn it. You got to see it to learn it for yourself. What do you think? Honestly, I feel like you got to see it. Um, you can, you can talk about it, man. A lot of these players on this team, I've been in huge games. I'm a lot of, I've been in big games in some sort of way. Um, but it's really just an experience type of thing. You know, CP, he talk about it all the time. He talk about playoffs all the time. And he talks about the experience, what goes into it. And, you know, it 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 it, it never I don't, I don't think that switch is gonna flip until day one we get that booklet of the team we play. Like we can talk about it. It's gonna be a crazy atmosphere. Everybody gonna be playing hard and but nah, not until game one and you really get out there on the floor and you feel that. And you feel that I think uh, it's 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 a more so more so experience thing instead of really just telling you about it. I don't feel like you really get it because when they ain't been there, yeah, you can't put it in in, in a perspective at all. That's like parents giving you advice. It doesn't matter until you actually experience it. You <laughs> got to make you your mistakes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, we're we're. Uh, it's exciting because you guys have the best record in the league against good teams, best record in the league against plus 500 teams, best record in the league against any, any slice. You guys are really doing well. And, uh, you know, we're all hoping you guys uh, do very well in the playoffs too. And I feel like with your focus, you can. Do you feel like you're getting as much love or attention or, or whatever because of the pandemic you don't have? all the coverage uh, that, you know, is, would normally be happening. Uh, you don't have the fans in the st- as many fans in the stands as would normally be happening. Do you guys feel like uh, uh, that's kind of a missed opportunity there, or do you not care at this point? You're just playing. Honestly, I don't really feel like we care at this point. Uh, I feel like, you know, uh, the fans, man, over social media, they're fantastic. They do a hell of a job showing us love. Uh, in which they 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 deserve every bit of it, uh, from 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 what I hear. Mm-hmm. You know, ten years not being in the playoffs. That's it's it's a big deal. It's a, it's a big deal for the city, and um, it's huge. Uh, so like the fans doing a doing a great job, but we don't we, we don't really worry about it. Uh, I feel like the crazy thing about it, I feel like everything that we're getting has came from the bubble. Like we really took the bubble serious. And I feel like it translates into this season. It translated into this season. Everybody know what we got. Everybody know how we're supposed to play. Everybody know, like, what it takes. When we went out there and played nothing but plus 500 teams in the bubble, like, really, really good teams in the bubble. And we seen we stacked up against them. And we see that these teams can be beat. Like, yeah, they can be beat any given night. And we – we them dogs just gonna go out there and play our play our hearts out here and every night, and everybody don't want to see that. Everybody don't want to see these guys running 100 <laughs> miles per hour every every day, every play. Uh, so man, we just try to have fun with it. And uh, man, the fans, man, it's it's it's, it's damn near sold out. <laughs> so, uh, Feels like it. 
There's a lot yeah, more jerseys than like, there has been for years, even though there's only there's less fans. Almost everyone's got a jersey on, it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, no, thank no, you so much, man. I appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Had a good time uh, talking to you. Thank you for the opportunity.